I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and brain health expert, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for working moms who are feeling stressed out and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a working mom with big career dreams, I know what it's like to not have enough time in the day and to lack the skills and confidence to reach your goals. I have spent years understanding how our brains work and learning what holds us back from having the courage to reach our dreams. Each week, I'll be sharing practical strategies to help you find more time in your day, build your confidence, fight back against mom guilt, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. Now it's our turn to be the buzzkill and give everyone some tough love. My supervisor told me that many years ago while I was a psychology resident in a bariatric surgery clinic. I'm pretty sure my jaw dropped to the floor as I watched him walk to the front of the room to give a dose of reality to a room of very excited and motivated people. I learned a big lesson about motivation that day, and I'm going to share it with you in today's episode of the Bold Life Podcast. But first, a bit of backstory. Like I said, I was sitting in a room full of people while on a rotation in a bariatric surgery program. Bariatric surgeries are the surgeries that folks who really struggle with significant obesity can have as part of their weight management journey. They get surgery, usually to shrink the size of their stomach with the goal of eating less and losing weight. So this presentation is by the clinic team to folks that were on the wait list for the surgery. It was a packed house probably 50 patients and their families who had been waiting a long time to qualify for the surgery. How it works here is there are certain criteria people have to meet to qualify for the surgery. And most of the people in this room had tried everything to lose the weight. They tried every diet imaginable, probably some options that weren't great for their health, like different weight loss supplements and restricting their eating, and nothing had worked. They were really overweight, so overweight that they were having health complications and their life expectancy was going down, which actually qualifies them for the surgery. So they're super excited to learn more about the surgery. And for a lot of them, it probably felt like their last option. So first, the surgeon and the nurse get up and give their presentation. They talk about how the surgery works. The type that they were doing was called gastric sleeve surgery, where you remove part of the stomach so it looks like a sleeve. The idea is it becomes smaller so you eat less and you lose weight. So they talked about the surgery and the low risk, and then the nurse spent a bunch of time talking about how great it was. They had all these success stories of past participants, and you can feel the energy and excitement in the room build. It sounds amazing, and I remember being excited too. What a great opportunity to solve the weight problems these folks have been fighting for years. And that's when my supervisor got up and killed everyone's dreams. Not really, but the mood definitely shifted pretty fast. Here's what's happened. So my supervisor at the team at the time was the team psychologist. He worked in a bariatric clinic, but also in the diabetes clinic. And he really was the team expert on changing behavior. And in particular, why it's so hard for us to change our habits and change our actions. His job in this presentation was to talk about the psychology of the surgery and recovery. So like I said, he turns to me and he says, now it's our turn to be the buzzkill and give everyone some tough love. And he goes to the front of the room. The first thing he says is, for many of you in this room, the surgery will be a failure. And you can see people's faces fall. The energy gets sucked out of the room. And he goes on. 
He explains that he knows they're feeling so excited and motivated right now. They're super pumped about this life-changing opportunity, and they're ready to do whatever it takes. The problem is, change is really hard. Your brain does not want to change, and it's possible to out-eat the surgery. Let me explain. Your stomach gets smaller, yes, but it will still stretch again. So if you keep overeating, your stomach will eventually go back to its old size. And he also explains that if you're eating garbage, like high calorie foods, even if you're eating them in smaller amounts, it's not going to work. He explains that even with this awesome surgery, motivation just isn't enough to have success. Your brain has habits that it's learned through years of practice, and that's where it's most comfortable, which means even if you're feeling really motivated right now, without a plan in place and support, you're going to slip back into those old habits of overeating or eating bad food and gain the weight back. What a downer, right? But here's the thing. He's right. Have you ever felt so motivated to make change in your life? Maybe you listened to a podcast like this one, or you went to a seminar, one of those ones where they have all these awesome speakers come in and share their stories, and they have these really empowering messages, and you just feel awesome afterwards. You leave the seminar so full of motivation and you know you're going to change this time. And you do for a while. But after a few weeks, whatever that thing is you were motivated to do, whether it was work harder, make more money, get in shape, the motivation starts to fizzle, right? Things come up. You get busy at work with things that take priority and that extra project you've been dying to start gets put on the back burner again. Or maybe you start going to the gym every day for a couple of weeks, then there's a pandemic and the gyms are closed. Or maybe you've been getting up early, 30 minutes every day to do some extra work on that business you've always wanted to start. But then for a couple of nights, your kids are up a million times during the night and you just need a few days to sleep in. And then you're back snoozing the alarm 20 times. Don't worry, we've all been there. Because when it comes to changing our actions and behaviors, motivation just isn't enough. Motivation actually isn't the problem. I'm sure those folks in that weight loss group felt super motivated that day. But my supervisor has seen this time and time again, and the numbers don't lie. Most New Year's resolutions fail by the end of February. And their problem with thinking that we just need more motivation is it often leads us to blame ourselves when we fail. I wasn't motivated enough. That's why I didn't follow through. I don't have enough willpower. I'm not strong enough or dedicated enough or whatever enough. Focusing on motivation is a slippery slope to self-doubt and that inner mean girl jumping all over you with criticism when you mess up or don't follow through. Here's the problem. Your brain likes being comfortable. Your brain is designed to keep you safe. For your brain, the most comfortable place you can be is right where you are because the fear of the unknown is really hard for your brain. Let's take an example. Say you hate your job. You're frustrated and you're burnt out at work. You get up every morning and you hit snooze 10 times before you drag yourself out of bed. You trudge into work and you stare at the clock all day until it's time to go home. You really want to apply for a new job, but every time you start looking at job opportunities, that self-doubt creeps in. What if my new job is worse? What if I apply and I don't get it? What if someone finds out I'm looking for other jobs and I get fired from this job? What if I'm not smart enough for the new job and I get it and I mess up and then I get fired and I have no job? That's all super scary for your brain. Your brain is focused on the risks of changing and the benefits of staying the same. 
We already talked about the risks. I try to get a new job and I fail or I mess up or I end up unemployed and broke. But what are the benefits of your current job? You might hate your job, but there are benefits or else you would have already changed. Benefits usually include stability. You know what to expect. It might suck in your job, but you know what to do. You have a stable income. Maybe you like some of your colleagues and your brain knows what to expect when you come into work every day. Remember, your brain likes to be comfortable, comfortable where it is, and change is not comfortable. Makes sense then why motivation is not enough to change, right? You might be motivated, but your brain is going to throw up a ton of roadblocks really fast. All those what ifs. What if I mess up or it doesn't work out? Better to stay right where I am, where I know what to expect and it's safe. So how do we change? How do we get out of that comfort zone to get your brain focused on something different? What you need to do is train your brain to focus on the reasons to change. And that includes the risks of your current situation and the benefits of changing. Let's go back to that last example with the job you hate. What are the risks of staying in that job? Well, you're going to keep waking up feeling unmotivated. You're going to feel bored or stressed out all day. You're going to feel like your life is wasting away in this job that drains your energy and time. And how much of a toll is this going to take on your mind and your body in 10 years 20 years. Things like poor sleep, high stress, lack of joy. All of those things are risks of staying right where you are in that job that you hate. And what are the benefits of your new job? What might be the good outcomes of change? Well, maybe you'll love it. Maybe you'll wake up excited again, finally. Maybe you'll find something you're truly passionate about. Maybe even you'll have greater financial success because you're going to love working, so you're going to perform better, which means better chance of promotion. How do we get our brain focused on the risks of staying the same, the risks of not changing, and focus on the benefits of change? We do it with practice. We make it our new mental habit. Start with writing it down. What I want you to do is make a chart and list the risks of what you're doing now. That's your current habit. The risks of staying in the same place you're in right now, five years, 10 years, 20 years from now. What are those long-term risks? Then in the other column, write down the potential benefits of your new habit, how that change could actually be a good thing. I want you to let your brain go wild with this brainstorm. Anything you can think of, don't hold back. Nothing is too small or too big to go into these charts. Then I want you to put this chart someplace you can read it daily or whenever you slip back into those old habits, because you will. Remember, your brain's designed that way. Over time, your brain will learn the habit of focusing on the future not on the risks of changing, but instead it's going to focus on why you don't want to stay stuck where you are and why change could be a good thing, even though it's scary. That's what my supervisor did all those years ago in that meeting. He might have crushed some momentum for folks in that seminar, but he gave them a realistic plan. He explained that surgery alone isn't enough. They needed a plan to change their lifestyle and stick to it. He emphasized the importance of mindset and shifting that mental attention away from comfort and fear. We know that's how you'll have your greatest success. To help you put the strategies you've learned today into practice, I have a free workbook, How to Change Any Habit. In this workbook, you'll find bonus strategies to stay on track with your new behaviors and to get out of that rut where you feel stuck. Just head to drnicolebyers.com forward slash habits to get your copy. That's drnicolebyers.com forward slash habits. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the Bold Life Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Okay, that's a wrap for today. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and this is the Bold Life Podcast. Thank you.